Bing, bing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard Jump Seat Confessions, the podcast. This is your host, your host, <laughs> your host. That's a great start. Jordan G. Can you tell how this, this episode's going to go? And this is my co-host, Jesse. No, this is your co-horse. My co-horse. <laughs> <laughs> welcome aboard Jump Seat Confessions, everybody. Today's episode three is going to be about the day in the life of being a flight attendant. And we're going to be divvying this up between a reserve flight attendant and a line holder. I feel like in order to divvy that up, that we kind of have to explain what that even means. I'm sure they know. I'm sure they know. I mean, honestly, I don't even know. I had to Google it for this podcast to explain to you what it is. But to humor I, you and our listeners. Well, no, because literally before I started, <laughs> I had no freaking clue how this worked. That's why I'm like, I, why am I doing this podcast? Listen, that's I why am the worst. That's why you're the co-horst and not the host. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'll be the co-horst. <laughs> uh, but to differentiate between what is a reserve flight attendant and a line holding flight attendant, reserve is exactly how it's implied. A reserve means an abundance of. These are the flight attendants that are the excess, um, so they don't exactly have pre-assigned missions each day. They have pre-assigned days. Yes. But not... And like, time limits for days, depending on the airline. Well, and again, mm-hmm. the days are going to be different, because mm-hmm. I know, like, typically, if you're on reserve, you're like someone new in a company. Mm-hmm. However, if you work for a company like Delta... You Excuse have me. a line and reserve. Yeah, but you'll be on the reserve for six days. Right. Uh, in, in Delta. And but most companies, mm-hmm. it's in seniority order, and the people who are the newest are going to be on reserve. Right. And so when we say you've got to be available on certain days, that means in case shit happens, if a flight cancels, if a pilot or flight attendant... Um, times out or calls out or an incident occurs that requires a tail swap or some various plot twist that requires an additional crew member, those are the flight attendants, the reserves. They're the ones who are called in to fill in the slots and honestly, the line-holding flight attendants who are officially not get, on there. They just get called and nobody knows why. Like, nobody knows what happens. They <laughs> just, they need you. <laughs> they need you. We'll go into the they are later on as well. Oh, we don't, dun, we don't dun, let's, dun. let's not say the C word on yeah, air. It's disgusting. But yes, them, we will go into them. They are the ones who are essentially the puppet masters of aviation operations. Terrible. Terrible. Oof. The worst. Yes. Yeah. And line holders. Uh, can I do this one? Cause I Googled, can, I Googled it. So Googled I know it? exactly what to say. You know, you're the horse of all horses. I'm the co-horse of all horses. Um, so a line holder is typically somebody, again, who's going to be with the company the longest. It depends on how big the company is, how many flight attendants are. However, you are awarded a month-long line of flying. So essentially what that means is, I don't know, a couple weeks before the month starts, you bid for a schedule. And you know exactly which trips you're going to work, how many legs you're going to work, what position you're going to work, how long your layover is, where your layover is, etc., etc. And mm-hmm. you're more on like, you're less of, 
you have less strings for crew scheduling to play with than if you're mm -hmm. on reserve. If you're on reserve, you're basically crew scheduling's bitch. Mm. Worded so eloquently. So just to give you uh, an imaginary scenario, how that would go down. Like if Jesse here is a line holder, let's say it's May. I don't know. Let's make up a date. May second. It's 2nd. gonna be May. So let's say it's May second, and your bid opens up for June. So for the next three days, Jesse is going to be placing requests for specific days off, specific layover destinations, perhaps even specific flight crew, um, specific trips, specific trips, specific clock-in times. Like you know, I only want to work Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, preferably nine a.m. or later. Not me. But yeah. I'm like, you let know. me wake up at the ass crack of yeah. dawn. Yeah, but but the the level of specifics is is extraordinary. I think that, mm -hmm. that you get to get so particular. You can request the types of aircraft. Um, you can ban list if you hate certain crew members. You can uh, you have a no fly list. I don't uh, have anybody on mine. Surprisingly, I was one of those people. I was pretty much cool with whoever. I had people on my shit list, but I'm from Philly, yo. I'm flying with whoever. I'm a thug, like. If you don't like me, something's wrong with you, dude. See, for me... And I'm, I'm not, not running. I might be incredibly uncomfortable, but I'm going to face that awkward situation. I'm cool like enough that. with everyone. <laughs> like, there's some people that I really would just rather not work with. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to give up my opportunity to good labor because I hate somebody. Right, exactly. And that, that's my mentality, too. And it, I mean, I know mine is also very ego-driven. I'm just like, imagine me... Ducking and dodging because I don't like this person. Fuck that. I'm too cool. You know, but uh, that also, aside, these are the requests you'd be putting in for uh, a month request. You may or may not get all of your preferred uh, requests, but that's the goal is you put as many specifications as possible. In priority order, like what yeah. is most important to you. Right. But I don't know, like... Because both and I, both you both and, and I, I, holy mm -hmm. shoot, we knew when we called each other horses, it was going to be One of those episodes, for, yeah. for language. Um, <laughs> but we only have the experience of our airline, so it could be different at other mm -hmm. airlines. These are just, once again, like our experiences. Yeah, and, and I have friends in numerous different airlines. I don't. From my, well, I'm popular. Yeah. <laughs> From my understanding, it's pretty much the same as far as how seniority and line awards go. Right. Um, but, like, so the yeah, preferences are different. Like, yeah. the bidding system's going to yeah. be different. But, essentially, you're going to be able to put in requests for what you want to work, and it's going to get awarded to you based on your level of seniority. Right. So, you place all these uh, requests over the course of May 2nd, how, 3rd, 4th, yeah, 5th. How many and days? then, let's say May 8th all of your schedule for June comes out. So you just already know when you're flying and where you're going to fly to, how you're going to get there, who you're going to fly with, what yeah. kind of aircraft you're going to be on, how long you'll be in the destinations. And that's how you map out your life. So line holders, a.k.a. full-time flight attendants, I say full-time in air quotes, um, because even as a line holder, you might still only work 25 hours in the month or 50 hours. Depending but, on the airline, there's yes, minimums and yeah, maxes. Yeah. So. Um, but, but you'll have full control of your schedule. Um, and that, that's essentially what being a line holder is. 
Okay, but wait, can I interrupt really quick and say mm-hmm. that the 25 hours, in air quotes again, that you're going to be working a month, mm-hmm. is just when the door is closed and the brake is released. Like when you're boarding, when you're delayed, when you're sitting at the airport, you're not getting paid, babe. Yep. You're getting your per diem, um, which is a couple dollars. Yeah, maybe two, two dollars an $2, hour or some change. Yeah. I think um, Alaskan has the highest amount. I think it's like 240 something. I think Delta just went up. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. They got paid for boarding in that? I know. my God. Making the Delta difference. I know. Couldn't be me. Like I said on my first episode, couldn't make the Delta difference. Um, But, but so, like, I tell people, I'm like, oh, yeah, I work 80 hours a month. But it's like, I'm really working probably, like, 150 with the time that I'm just, like, sitting at the airport and Mm. the employee shuttle waiting for a bus to Mm -hmm. my hotel, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of time that you're working that is unaccounted for in your check. Yeah. I know that with uh, our airline, at least, uh, I don't know what the contract says now, but at the time when I was there, if you were going to be delayed longer than four hours at an airport, they have to get you a hotel. But it can't be a rolling delay. Right, I mean, can't. they can't just keep pushing it back every half hour, hour. Like, mm-hmm. it has to be your scheduled... Your flight was scheduled at 11. Now it's not going on until 7 p.m. Yeah. And so, of course, that was their incentive to just keep rolling. Uh, well, rolling. Well, no. Rolling. No, no, I was going. Rolling the delay. No, I was going even old schooler than you with keep rolling, 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 rolling. Rolling on the river. Ro- Proud Mary is way older than that. Yeah, no, but I'm talking about good music. Sorry. Oh, my God. Proud Mary is good music. <laughs> you need to fuck off. <laughs> Um, okay, but let's actually get into it, because we're, we're blabbering right now. Right. Um, so what is life like on reserve? Again, it's going to be super dependent on what airline you work for, because um, reserve is very different based on your union contract mm-hmm. and your legalities and stuff like that. So when I was on reserve, way back when... You tell them. I was like, when I was your age. Tell them, youngsters. Um, reserve was 24 hours. So, literally, the days. So, oh, when yeah, you bid for your schedule. Too, yeah. yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, around the same time, you're right. So, when you bid for your schedule, you have the availability. Like, you're able to. Ability, not availability. Oh my God. This is rough. Um, <laughs> you have the ability. To bid for, like, specific days that you want off, if you want to work, like, four days on and then two days off. So, basically, during that time, I was on call 24 hours. So, if I'm on, if I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on call, I'm on call for 24 hours, literally around the clock for five days in a row. And crew scheduling is going to call me at literally any time. And And you you cannot miss that call. Well, you have trouble. 15 minutes. Well, again, I think it's going to depend yeah. on the airline. Yeah. But you have, like, a very short window of time to call back. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't be a heavy sleeper or yeah. you're going to get fired. And this is also where it pays to have anxiety. Are you one of those people? Like, oh, my God, did I miss a message? That's good. That's it's... good for when they call you yeah. to assign you a flight or a set of flights. Uh, because they might call you at... An hour that is not of your choosing. <laughs> when I say might, like that's not always they what will, happens. They will. They're gonna wait hour. until you're in the perfect bliss, in that deep dream. You're making sweet, passionate love to the person you adore. To and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I'll tell you, you're making sweet love to Robert Downey Jr. Mm. on a bed of roses where you both cry a single tear at the height of climax, and then bam, Cruise phone scheduling. call. 
every time. Ugh, it's terrible. But it that's your job responsibility. Even as you, I mean, even if they don't call you, you're still considered working. You have to be prepared to work. So that means like, well, and so now it's different for the airline that I work for. Um, you're on call for 13 hours. So mm-hmm. there's like shifts that you can pick. And mm-hmm. I think for pilots, it's the same. Like mm-hmm. if you're a pilot listening to this for whatever reason, love ya. Shout out to the pilots listening. <laughs> um, but I think it's very similar. Like there's shifts that you work. So like now you might only be on call between midnight and noon. And then the next shift is noon to midnight. So yeah. it's like, a, like 12 hours on 12, 12 13. Hours, yeah. 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 Whatever it is. But, but remember you're trying to fit sleep into that too. And also like yeah. life. Yeah. Trying to have a life and it, it can be rough. Um, getting a very important conversation interrupted because, Oh, sorry, baby. Gotta go. Gotta answer this. Like I literally can't let this phone call slide. Right. You know? So, um, they're you calling know, you be... like to be like, yeah, um, I want a divorce. And you're like, Ooh, sorry. I gotta go to work actually. Sorry, sorry babe. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. We'll, yeah. we'll sidebar, we'll sidebar Love with you, this old divorce talk <laughs> scumbag. Um, so yeah. yeah, but essentially before your reserve shift starts, there's like so many things that you want to do. Like, make sure you meal prep for the entire time that you're on reserve Mm -hmm. because when you're on reserve, you're not going to have money, babe. You're not. So if you're going to Vegas, um, you can't afford to go to eat. Sorry. Um, so you want to make sure that you have meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, all of the Mm -hmm. things in case you get delayed. So it's not unlike college. You want to have, uh, ready made stuff, either stuff that you've cooked or prepared already or shit. That's real quick to microwave. Things that you can buy in large abundance of, not unlike a reserve, and be able to eat it in portions so it lasts you for much longer so that you you can prioritize your funds on what actually need. But like let me give on, you, you know? let me give you a little meal prep hack. Mm-hmm. So for me, there's two things that I do. Sometimes if I'm feeling super extra lazy, I'll order like catering from Chipotle or um, I don't know, Texas Roadhouse, one of those places. Because mm-hmm. depending on what you order, you get like huge portions of stuff. You just put it into smaller individual portions and you're spending $40 instead of spending $10, $20 per right. meal. So it's like... Still, basically grocery shopping. Right. Yeah, but you don't have to shopping. do the freaking work. Right. And it's great. Or if I'm feeling real crazy on like a day off or something, I'll mm. meal prep a bunch of stuff. Like... A disgusting amount of stuff, like stuff for like two weeks, <laughs> and then I have a, a vacuum sealer that my grandma got me for Christmas. So Thanks I vacuum seal my stuff, and I put it in the freezer. So that way, whenever I have to go on a trip and I don't have time to meal prep in between trips, or again, if you're on reserve, you can just have stuff ready, um, and you just take out what you need. You can have different meals, so that way you're not eating the same food over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then just pop it in a bowl and put it in the microwave. Or if you have a Hot Logic, shout out to Hot Logic. Love right. you. Those those are very clutch. Very clutch. I'll put a link in this episode description. Mm-hmm. I just have to remember to do that um, to get a Hot Logic. Because even if you're not a flight attendant, like if you're like a truck driver or something like that, they have ones that plug into your cigarette lighter. Oh, dope. And basically it's a hot plate that heats up your food and like you can cook food from raw. 
there, when I used to eat meat frequently, mm-hmm. I would use the stasher bags. Again, shout out to stasher bags. Love you. <laughs> I'll also link them in the description. Um, I would put raw chicken, vegetables, and then some kind of like marinade or sauce. Mm-hmm. I would seal up my stasher bag and just throw it in my hot logic. Two hours later, I have a freshly cooked meal. Mm-hmm. And like I'm, I'm not doing any meal prepping really at home. And it takes two seconds to throw it in the stasher bag. And you could do different marinades or vegetables or whatever. And you don't have to eat the same thing over and over again. And that being said, being on reserve can be hell for the cooks. For those of you who enjoy cooking a a well-garnished meal, um, it's going to be fewer and further between. If you want to enjoy your food... Because you're, you're you're prepping food to last, not exactly for quality of enjoyment, you know. Um, but the, also, it's good to know, like when you get called for a trip and you see your hotels and stuff like that, see if they have a free breakfast. Yeah, if they have a absolutely. free breakfast, take all of the mm-hmm. things. Take yep. the bagels. Take the juice. Take right. the milk. Take all of that with you yes. and eat it later. Absolutely, it's great. stash it and enjoy what are free accompaniments. You know. And uh, keep in mind, like uh, like as Jesse said, like when once you're called for an assignment, see see if you can find out the hotels and stuff like that. So you can also consider: do they have access to a refrigerator or mm. a microwave? Is uh, there because, food within walking distance? Yes, food within walking distance, because then you can adjust your uh, meal preparations accordingly. For instance, if you're going to be in Las Vegas. Just about every hotel the airline's going to put you in is some big, sexy, fancy resort casino that has no refrigerator and no um, microwave because mm-hmm. they want you to eat at the local venues. They want you to spend money. And you're broke. Remember that. Exactly. You're, you're so don't scraping, get lulled in. Like when passengers leave nickels on the ground, you're picking them up, right? right? Yeah. You know, so if you know you're going to be in Vegas for three days, do not buy food that's going to perish if it's not refrigerated or you know. like when you get there, see if there's a grocery store nearby, you know? Yeah. If we got to buy it fresh the day of, yeah. Right. Or like bag salads. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, sandwiches or wraps. Amazing. Yeah. If you're staying at like a long stay hotel, like a Homewood Suites or mm-hmm. a residence in like, remember that they have like full stoves and stuff. Yeah. And, and as a line holder, you have a bit more leeway because you always, I mean, relatively always know where you're going to be at the next day. So and you know, you know what food to cook. You, you can already plan ahead for that. Um, so a lot of this just won't, won't apply to you. Um, but, it, but it's still important to consider as far as like, you know, if I know I'm going to be in Vegas tomorrow, even if I knew a week ahead of time, regardless, I know not to bring fresh right. Uh, fresh like fruit right. with you, <laughs> you know. But also like, don't beat yourself up and like, don't be super strict. Like after a four day trip, like the third day, you're gonna want yeah, a fresh hot yourself. meal. Get yeah, a fresh hot meal. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, money again, will come I mean, back. You're gonna, again, you're gonna know. You're gonna know your budget. I know a lot of flight got sugar daddies and sugar mamas. You or know? they sell their tights online. Yeah, they got the OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, so oh. utilize uh, what you know your income is and what you can afford. Uh, but just as a reserve. It's just going to be fewer and further between. What else do we need to know about reserve life? Um, oh, we could talk about like ready oh, reserve. Oh, ready reserve. Yeah. Yes. What is the difference between reserve and ready reserve? You want to jump into that? You want me to? Uh, yeah, sure. Don't click the pen. 
If you oh, listened really to our last to episode, he wants to click the freaking pen. pen is Which calling is me. So annoying. You can click the pen when we're done recording. Um, so so re- ready reserve. I thought I was going to talk about it. I thought I was going to click the pen, but I mean... <laughs> here we are. All right, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Ready reserve is when you, as a reserve flight attendant, are called into the airport. No official assignment of a destination yet exactly. Ready reserve is also known as sitting couch. So you're going to go into your uh, designated airport. You're going to clock in, find whatever their crew room equivalent um, is, whether it's a coffee shop or sit where it's most comfortable to avoid all the homeless people or whatever mm-hmm. kind of airport you're living at. Um, Philly, baby. Philly. Lots of homeless you know? people. It's really um, sad, actually. But... And you are uh, you're ready. You're chilling. You're, you're just chilling. Maybe reading a book. You can nap. Some of the some of the more affluent airlines have a crew resting room where you can just sleep. So you're already at the airport for a designated number of hours, ready to be assigned a flight at a moment's notice. So if a flight attendant calls out, they don't have to delay the flight for anything. They don't have to call another reserve and wait two hours for them to arrive or whatever their uh minimum call out time is some some airlines it's three or four hours but you save the company time from having to call someone else because you're already there at the airport to swap so about the like calling thing so when you get a call from crew scheduling depending on which airline you work for um you're gonna have like an allotted amount of time that they have to call you before you have to be at the airport so sometimes they'll call you the day before and it's a courtesy call and they're just like hey this is what you're working tomorrow um, and then other times they'll be like, yeah, I need you at the airport in two hours for your flight. Also, another thing about reserve, don't make plans. Anytime that mm-hmm. I made plans, I got used. You're asking to be time. jinxed. Exactly. You never make plans while on reserve. You will be pleasantly disappointed when you don't fly. If you're on reserve, yeah, you have the angst of, oh my God, they're going to call me. 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 And then they don't call you. And you realize, oh, wow, I had a whole afternoon at home, right? A whole afternoon just in pleasantly the at the park or yeah. something. Yeah, you might have had the anxiety anticipating a phone call that never arrived, but same. At least, again, you got paid and you didn't have to fly, you didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Which is nice. Because that's the, that's the beauty of reserve. You're but getting paid like- the same amount whether you are working that flight or whether you're at home eating donuts. Yeah binging season four of love is blind i'm about to say not binging because you can't be drunk when you're on call yeah because then you'll you can binge donuts you'll be drunk on happiness yeah binge food whatever not that we're supporting eating disorders here like you should get actual help for an eating disorder but um you know sometimes you're just having a day and you need to binge donuts i get it (laughs) i've been there i have those every week i literally had donuts this morning (laughs) it's great Today was one of those yo, days. Don't tell you, Krispy Kremes hit different. See, I like you, this the crack, this crack in there, yo. I like. You. Well, I do love Krispy Kremes, but I like the ones that you can get at the gas station that are a white donut, but it's coated in chocolate. You know what I'm talking about? A white donut coated like the, in chocolate. The inside is white. It's like a it's like a vanilla donut, like a vanilla cake donut, and there's like that fudgy chocolate <laughs> coating on the outside. You really don't know what I'm talking I don't. about. Oh my god! All right. I have, Anyways, I have, I have different fat people poisons than you. <sighs> Those are the best. If you know what I'm talking about, love ya. Those are the <laughs> best. Because apparently, 
Jordan had a really bad childhood and doesn't know <laughs> what he's talking about. Anywho, uh, we keep calling about who's calling and who's assigning things. We're going to go into crew scheduling, Ooh. the demons. I had them as Satan in my phone for a while. Um, crew scheduling, I would describe them as a bureau. Think of, <laughs> uh, think of, think of it like a committee. Honestly, it's of, the FBI, but yeah, think of attendance. it. Yeah, so so these are the bureaucrats who are the ones uh, assigning flight operations, reroutes. So they're in touch with air traffic control. They're in touch with the FAA, Department of Transportation, and uh, they're the deciders of your fate. What hotel you're going to be staying at how long you're going to be there. They're going to be setting up the transportation between the hotels and the airports that you must ob- uh, like, uh, oblige them with. And honestly, you know. like I feel like flight attendants and pilots mm-hmm. talk so much shit about crew scheduling because they fuck us over. But at the same time, they do so much work. Yeah, no, it's 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 and it's necessary work. No, and oh it's necessary God. work. I call them evil because there is essentially no refuting what they do unless you thoroughly know that they're breaching your contract which oh god they will do they will absolutely do it on the track they will do it as many times as possible and as often as possible and largely to no punishment whatsoever of the company it's just up it's more about you knowing what they're not allowed to do and refusing to obey and then hoping it'll get in trouble later because you were right that's that's how and if you're right, immutable you file a grievance and you yeah. get money. It's nice. Yeah, exactly. But you know, you have to have that. It, it's, it can it's feel a like a gamble. Day. It can it can feel like a gamble. Like for instance, if you know that you're, um, you need ten hours of rest. Yeah, if you're if you're under minimum rest and they're already calling you to assign you flights, and then telling you, hurry up, you got to be here, or we're gonna we're gonna label it as a no show. You have to have the wherewithal and self-confidence to say, no, go nah. fuck yourself, yeah. but in a professional manner. Uh, I'm staying here and I'm resting. Call me again in three hours when I'm legal. Uh, you're likely going to get a, ugly phone calls from your emails, emails yeah. from management and HR and all these other people asking why you're refusing. And you have, to be, you have to be ready to show the receipts of when you clocked in, when you clocked out and stuff stuff like that so the that reference that, in your contract exactly showing yeah. what you know section b article 9.5 paragraph 2 this is where they breached you have to be ready with that and so uh a lot, not a lot of people know this like uh, training as a flight attendant I, I'm, I'm, we didn't go into that in the training uh oh we didn't we brushed over training passingly we'll but it's not just le- it's, yeah it's not just learning aircraft and the etiquette of service and emergencies you know, you're you're also learning federal law, and you're learning company policies, and you're learning your contract. What is legal versus what is right, and you got to differentiate sometimes. And you have to be ready for standing up for what is and is legal. Did you hear the pen click, guys? Isn't that annoying? Thank well, it you. happened one time. Nobody noticed. Yeah, they still, only noticed because you brought it up. We're we're confiscating Listen, the pen now. It makes it makes me a better talker. Mm, well, I need more pens. I'm like, um, honestly, the way that I'm talking today, you said horsed. 
Right, because I wasn't clicking the pen. Amazing. And I then love that. I'll I started clicking. I started clicking the pen and zero errors have occurred right. since. Perfect. What else do we need to talk about about reserve? <laughs> Jeez. Ooh, um, habits to form. Perf. Well, we, we touched that a little bit yeah, like, about but meal prepping, but other things. Steal everything from the hotel that you can not steal. Don't That's, steal. Like take your toilet paper, take your yeah, shampoo, all conditioner. The thing, yes, all the things that are extra that they give you at the hotel that they're going to restock for the next room. Remember, that's free. Remember, you're someone spending four or five days away from home. You might not end up home the day you plan to be home. You want to have an extra roll of toilet paper on you at all times. So every night you're in a hotel, as you're leaving, you're packing your bags on your way out, you're taking grab the, toilet the spare paper. toilet paper roll. Yeah. Because you don't know if you're going to be home. And Plus, to be honest, you rack up on toilet paper. You don't have to buy toilet paper. Like, do y'all remember my whole career as a flight attendant. My whole Yeah, my whole career as a flight attendant bought zero toilet paper because I'm, I'm always always in that abundance you remember at the beginning of covid when you couldn't find toilet paper yeah the fucking it's like horrors. what am i gonna wipe my oh. ass with yeah come on i got ibs i got i need toilet paper yeah. guys <laughs> so, yeah you was, you was in some shit literally literally uh, <laughs> so yeah so stuff like toilet paper your shampoo your conditioners any spare soaps lotions um, Sometimes toothpaste, you can go, I was gonna say like makeup remover spare, wipes. Spare toothbrushes, makeup removers. Take full advantage of things that are complimentary. Take Sometimes that word you can complimentary get a sewing to your kit, heart. Like a sewing kit from the front desk. You never know when you're gonna rip your yeah. Uniform. A spare razor, anything that they'll give you for free. Turn your pride aside. You're on reserve. Even when you're not on reserve. Yeah, but take you know, but especially when you're on reserve. Because yeah, you know? remember you're poor. Yeah. This is the fourth <laughs> reminder, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think that's pretty much like it for reserve life. Mm-hmm. As a line holder, your life is much easier. Far more simple. You know exactly where you're going. You know what time you have to be at the airport. You know mm-hmm. which position you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, delays can happen and your day could be extended or whatever. Yeah. Um, Unforeseen like, consequences occur in aviation right. all the time. Yeah. Like, expect your day to be 16 hours long. Mm-hmm. Like, expect that. Make sure you have enough food on you that you're not like starving because yep, you, like, protein you don't bars, turn into like a ravenous person. Candy bars. Oatmeal. Um, yeah. Nuts. Ugh, fucking oatmeal. Ugh. Yeah, like God. we eat a lot of oatmeal. You gotta, you gotta eat like you're in prison sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like the amount of, like, because if, if I'm stuck on a plane all day because I'm delayed, it's like you're bit, I want a, a hot prisoner. meal. Kind of a prisoner, yeah. I want a hot meal, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna have oatmeal or ramen because I can cook it with the hot water and it's a hot, fresh meal. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't want to keep eating oatmeal and ramen. Um, but you know, gotta do what you gotta do. You know. Um, and then you like get off of work, you go to your hotel, or you go mm-hmm. home if you're just doing a day trip, and you live your best life. It doesn't really matter yeah, what you do yeah, on your layovers. Yeah. Once, once you're a line holder, dividing your life between like what is your flight life and what do you do in real life becomes so much easier because because you can plan ahead and you can actually start mapping out and you know uh, compartmentalizing your time appropriately for family friends and hobbies. Well, see, I don't even do anything. It's when way, I'm not way less working. of a struggle mindset because you don't have to have that anxiety of oh, is crew schedule going to call me? Is crew schedule going to call me? Because that, that's when I know you're in the shits when you don't even work. You have a day off. But you wake up in the middle of the night because you think your phone was ringing. 
and it was crew scheduling. And then, wait a second, I'm not even working today. I can ignore, even if they called me, I'm on a day off. I don't have to answer that call. So. Um, well, for me, like, I'm so tired after I work. I'll literally only do stuff on my layovers. On my days off, I'm like, yeah, I'm not leaving my bed. Yeah, I, I, in my experience, I mean, I, I lived a life um, as a single cat daddy uh, for a large portion of my uh, aviation career. And when I'm home, it's constant errands. You're just cleaning up the house, doing all your laundry, meal prepping and food shopping, and just resetting. Maybe have a day for family or, or a date or something. But you're living out. Well, you. What's a date? I I was living, uh, m- most of my social life in other cities during layovers. Yeah, so. I haven't been on a date since I've had this job. Damn girl. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Take me out to dinner. Yeah, what's up? What do we got? Plenty of fish. Joe Byron. Plenty of flight attendants. Ugh. <laughs> like for me, I wouldn't date in the industry. I don't think. I was dying to date. Another flight attendant, like I, because I get it. That was just such hashtag goals to have like the legit travel partner, but with someone who's an experienced, seasoned aviation person. Who yeah, you don't have to waste your buddy passes on them. They they know how to be standby. They know alternate routes. That was the goal for me for many many years. I, I did not get to fulfill that dream, unfortunately. Well, and like but I think we said in the first episode, people maybe in I gotta aim higher and chase a, chase a pilot. Messy, uh, they messy. can be messy. I've been one of them. I've been messy, and I'm yeah. not proud of that. Um, Couldn't be me. But I've been <laughs> listen. I've been a, I've been a great person for far longer than you. Than I've been a messy person. person. Messy then person. You were a scumbag. Messy. Remember, I, I don't think I've ever, I've never been a scumbag. I've never been a scumbag. I think I was just very irresponsible with boundaries and time, and money, mm. uh, emotions, which I think is an Excellent interlude. What our next episode's going to be about? We talk all the stuff about jump seat confessions. Next week we're gonna actually delve into some of the confessions. Next week's gonna be the first jump seat tea. It's gonna be juicy. It's gonna be like hibiscus tea. (laughs) It's gonna be sweet. You know, it's gonna gonna have that tartness. It's gonna be funky. You know, and. You know, there's so many stories to tell. But, but we have that's... a we have a fun twist on it yeah. that I think we should keep yeah. that a secret. Yeah, we'll until keep that next a secret to the day of. Yeah. But it's gonna be juicy. Yeah. So, so to keep that in mind. We'll we'll go into, you know, some of our experiences with airline messiness. Okay, and but intimacy. also. So if you have a good story, juicy tea, yes. it can be about you, it could be about somebody else that you heard, we'll keep it anonymous. Yes, or, or we'll change names to uh, protect identities and stuff like that. Or we'll say your name if you want that. Either way. Yeah. Like, but you, you have to consent to your name. I'm not right, going right, to say right. someone else's name So like, for you. Yeah. send us your juicy, juicy stuff. We are on Instagram at jumpseat underscore confessions pod. Um, you can find us there. We're super interactive with you. Um, and we want your tea. Um, because, like I said, we want to be able to not only tell our stories. Like, we're only two people. Other people have crazy and juicy stuff, too. Um, and we want to be able to share that with you. Yeah, you know? You know? Get a little crazy. We're going to tell you about some of the confessions we've heard on the jump seats. Or our and own we confessions. Hear yours. And we want to hear yours. Yeah. What if we tell yeah. our own confessions? Yeah. Mom, dad, family, don't listen to next week. 
Because <laughs> I'm just saying, being a flight attendant is rough. All right? We go through mm. some shit. So, anyways, that's it well, for us. That, that wraps it up. That, yeah. Think, you know, if, if you think we left anything out between uh, what is a reserve flight attendant, what is a line-holding flight attendant, how they're differentiated, why crew scheduling sucks dick, hey... Please feel free to uh, slide us a message. We'll be happy to give the uh, mention at the beginning of the next episode. Also, but we want your tea even more. Yeah. I think that's really it. That too. Yeah. Especially that. Alrighty, we will speak to you next week. Take care, everybody. Pay your flight attendance for boarding. We love (laughs) you.